This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. What is up, guys, and happy new year. Welcome back to the Small Church Media Podcast. I hope you had a great Christmas season with both your family and your church family and that you guys are already enjoying what is happening in 2022 for your church. Where I live here in South Bend, we just got our first snowfall. (laughs) Actually, I'm looking outside my office, and it's just a white field of snow, which is absolutely awesome because, to be honest with you, It did not feel like the Christmas season this year because we've had no snow up until, well, literally yesterday, date of recording. And so our kids are enjoying the snow and the season, and the kids are even saying, it finally feels like Christmas, Dad, even though they already got their presents, but now they're asking for more presents. But... (laughs) Either way, that's not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about what we can do to use media to both grow our church, not just numerically, but to primarily grow and strengthen our own churches. For the last many weeks, we've had a lot of great conversations about does your church need an app, how to make your worship slides better, how to start an online ministry, and one of my favorite conversations so far, the five questions to prepare your digital media for 2022. Well, as we step into 2022, I wanted to create a website where it pretty much is the uh, the one-stop shop, if you will, kind of the one place where you can get all of the information that you would need to know about free media resources for your church. Now, I know one of the biggest struggles with small churches is honestly just cash flow, and not just cash flow in general, but primarily just money that you can use to buy softwares and programs and systems and all these different things. And when churches start to really take deep dives into, okay, we need a church management software, we want to text our people, we want to email people, we want them all to work, we want to be able to create graphics and this, that, and the other, all of a sudden, you freeze because you just realize that just having this one little tiny conversation it may end up costing your church two, three, four thousand dollars per year for your church. And in fact, just to simply run a church, if you're doing something as simple as Pro Presenter for your computer, uh, something like the full planning center or church community builder, church management softwares with all of the bells and whistles. And, you know, you have to have a website that goes along with it. Oh, and you have to have a place to store all of your sermons. And then you have to also have a place for your online giving. And it just goes on and on and on. And at the end of the day, we're trying to do the best that we can to be uh, good stewards, good management, good, good management, good managers of what God has given us and be faithful stewards of the hard-earned money that our church people gave to our church and trust us to use it. And let, at the end of the day, let's just be honest, we don't want to waste money on softwares and programs. We want to use the money that the church gives to do exactly what Jesus called us to do, and that is to preach the gospel, to, to, to literally baptize people in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, to take care of the sick, the widow, the orphan, to give to the poor. And so many times, churches get caught spending hundreds of, maybe even thousands of dollars on just literally day-to-day things for their church that honestly, they might not want to spend and you as a church might not want to spend. So on today's episode, we're going to go through four different categories of free media resources that you can use for your church today. And then at the end of the episode, I'm going to give you just a uh, a pro tip. Can we call that a pro tip? We're going to call it a pro tip. I've been using different types of softwares for in the church world for the last seven days. Uh, it's getting closer to eight years now. And we've used many softwares, many programs. We've done all the different things. And based on my experience with trying to 
do things a certain way. I'm going to give you a pro tip just to make your life so much easier. But I want to at least create a master list of these are the free media resources, the free things that your church could use today to help grow your church. And we're going to talk first specifically about church-specific softwares. This has nothing to do with online presence or emails or design softwares. We'll get to that, but this is for church-specific softwares. And the first one is a church management software. Church management software is basically how you can categorize your people to break them up into groups, to track their progress through church. Maybe you're trying to take a person from just attending your church all the way to become a baptized member and then follow through different classes. You want to be able to have check-ins for your kids. You want to be able to email and put people in a group for new Bible studies, all the different stuff. That's what a church management software does. And Planning Center has a free part of that software that they do for their, their events, their signups, their check-ins, all those different things. And it's the free, and it's not even just a free version, but you can access what's called Planning Center People. And you can have that completely free. And what Planning Center People does is it lets you track your people in terms of who they are, their first time they ever visited, um, what process cues that they want to do, have they gone through the next steps, all these different things. Now, Planning Center, if you want to have check-ins and giving and event management and group management where a leader can manage those groups, you got to pay for those completely separate. It's an a la carte style church management software. If, or if you want the whole suite, you got to pay for what you need. You don't pay for what you don't need. But if you just want to manage your people in general and have a database to get rid of your Excel document, again, to track the emails, the phone numbers, who's in their family, have they done certain classes, this, that, or the other, and it's all web-based so you can access it anywhere and get rid of that ugly, nasty-looking Excel document, Plain Center People is completely free. Another free church software that you can access for a presentation software is called Worship Extreme. Now, actually, let me back this up. I'll have all these notes, all the links in the show notes so you don't have to remember all of them. Just hit up smallchurch.media, click the episode link, and you'll get links to all those different things. But a presentation software, in other words, when you're doing a worship service or you're preaching and you want stuff on the screen behind you, we talked about how to make your worship slides instantly better, but you still need a software to get that up on the screen. There are free presentation softwares that you can use, and a lot of people will use Google Slides, PowerPoint, and Keynote based on what type of computer that you have, and those work tremendously well. But where those fall short is having a media library where you can literally build out all the songs that you sing and then drag and drop them into a uh, in, into the software. So that way you never have to retype out a song ever again. Uh, planning set, oh, not planning set, I'm sorry. ProPresenter is the industry standard, but it's also very expensive. So people are always looking for free alternatives. Proclaim is a great one, and there's a lot more you can look, look up. But if you want a free presentation software that works extremely well and is built for churches, Worship Extreme is for you. And in my opinion, the reason why you should go with a church presentation software over something like PowerPoint, Keynote, or Google's, Google Slides is A, yes, that media library where you can actually build your songs and have them. But also, a lot of times, if you're using things like Keynote or ProPresenter and you have like a two monitor setup, you lose complete functionality of the rest of your computer while you're in display mode. Church presentation softwares, you can still use your computer as a computer while the stuff is on the slide. 
slide. So if you're having stuff go on the slide and all of a sudden you need to pull something up really quickly, you're 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 literally out of luck with all the other ones. But a free presentation software that is tremendous to use is Worship Extreme. Now, there are some limitations in the free version, but to just get started and to just have the lyrics to your screen ready to go, Worship Extreme is the way to go. Now, thinking about the worship service in general, you also got to plan your services. Now, planning center services for this one is the industry standard. And to be honest with you, you can't top it. You can you know, you can do event management or uh, volunteered management in different church management softwares, but planning center services is the, for lack of a better word, the first, the last, the all-encompassing program. But if you want something free where you don't have to pay the 50, 60 bucks a month to use it, Worship Extreme has a planning feature that you can use called Planning by Worship Extreme, where you can plan out your services, volunteer management, and all those different things. So Worship Extreme, right off the bat, is able to, yes, give you a free presentation software up to a point, but they have a completely all-encompassing service planning app that you could use as well that's completely free. And as a bonus, they have another one, and I, I don't remember if it's called Stand or Music Stand or something like that, where you can actually, just on your iPad, have all the stuff that you need to, including the sheet music for your musicians all in one. So Worship Extreme, if you're trying to figure out how to plan, pull off, and then put things up on the screen for your services, go to Worship. I'll have to look. I think it's worshipextreme.com. I don't have that note in front of me. I apologize. But for free service planning that actually works phenomenally well and lets you store and keep track of We'll talk about this later. Your CCLI licenses, your CCVLI licenses, and all the licenses that you need to do, plus bringing in the song so your musicians can listen to the music as they need to in order to practice it. Planning by Worship Stream is the way to go. Now, if your church is not already doing online giving, my question is why? I know a lot of churches don't like online giving because of the fees and the various um, extra just tack-on charges that a lot of online giving places do, but today's day and age, we're in 2022, people like to have automated subscription-based giving, me included. I give to various different ministries, and it's all online. It's automated. I set it up once. I never look at it again, and it's just ready to go, which can create consistency with giving, especially for the millennial generations and the upcoming generations. So a lot of churches know you need an online giving platform in order to receive payments, accept payments, process the payments, and all those different things. But the question is, is are there any free ones out there where it literally costs the church nothing? And the answer is yes. Tithely, and the URL is kind of weird. It's not tithely.com. It's T-I-T-H-E dot L-Y. Again, all the links will be in the show notes. But Tithely right now, I think in my opinion, is one of the best platforms out there for online giving. Now, they have a lot of different additional things you can add on, like a church management software, a website, um, an app, all these different things. Again, refer to last episode for my, does my church need an app? The answer is no, just don't waste your time or your money. But for an online giving platform, what Tidly is able to do is set everything up where you as a church has a $0 management fee. A lot of other companies like Planning Center will charge you 60 bucks to use just the software, and then there's the fees on top of it. There's another one out there called Rebel Give with Brady Shear over at Pro Church Tools. Rebel Give, in my opinion, for larger churches is the way to go with online giving. But for you as a small church, you don't want to pay money to set up a platform. You just want to do it and have it completely free. And this is where Tithely comes in. 
You can set up your platform completely free inside of Tidly. And then when your givers go to give online, they have the option to cover the processing fees themselves. So for me, let's say I was going to give $100 to the church, right? And then the typical uh, fee is like 2.9% plus the, well, I don't know, was it 25, 30% transaction fee or whatnot, which is how Tidly honestly makes their money so they can have the platform they need to do. You can have it set up where me as the giver can cover that. And to be honest with you, most people in the church are willing to do that, especially if you ask that if you ask them. And the reason is if I give $100 and then you as a church receives that, but you lose that, let's just say 3% giving on that, you just lost some money. Now, again, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal when it's $1,000, but if your entire church's online giving of let's just say 80, 100, $120,000 is put at 3%, 10% of $100,000 is 10%, 1% is 1000 bucks. 3% is $3,000. So you literally just lost $3,000 on your giving that year, which could go towards honestly funding a new ministry for your church. If you have your church members pay that online giving fee, which to be honest with you, as a church giver, I personally would pay that because I don't want to have any... I don't, I don't want the church to have to lose money just because I decide to conveniently give online. But Tidely is a great option for you to look into if you want to start online giving and it costs your church absolutely nothing. The next free church-specific software that's free that we need to talk about is texting because texting right now is the top way to communicate with people. And the question is, is there a free platform to text people in your church? And the answer is no. <laughs> Seriously, the answer is no. In order to do texting, it costs money to send someone a text, and there is no free platform. Now, there is platforms like Remind, which I used for the student ministry, which was completely completely free, where I could text the people inside of that, but that's designed for high schools and for colleges and to communicate well with that specific group. It's honestly designed for teachers and for schools. They were about to cut the actual options for churches. They brought that back. So you, I guess, technically could look into using that, but it's honestly, in my opinion, it's way more effort than what it's worth. But check this out. If you are using a church management software like Planning Center, Church Community Builder, Breeze, most of those places have a built-in texting platform that you can use to text the people that you already have in your church management software and be able to also send people emails from that as well. And then what you do is you're not paying to use the platform. From there, you're literally just paying to text people. Now, this is what's really cool about Breeze, which the church management software Breeze, you have to pay 50 bucks a month for, which is why we didn't talk about it in the free one. However, you get 250 text messages per month for completely free. And on top of that, after that, you're paying like one cent per text, I think is something like that. I actually have it pulled up right here. You're paying literally one cent per text above the 250 texts that you have set up just for completely free. So if you're already using church management software, see if they have a giving a texting option for that. If not, I suggest you find a church management software that has a free texting setup platform, then you just pay to text. If you want to look into other paid options, Pastors Line is really good, as well as also um, Flocknote is another great alternative as well. But if you want a free texting software, you ain't going to find it. A free sermon audio podcast host, though, where if you want to record your sermons and then post them online and get them on your website, the primary free way to do that is through a platform called Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is the industry standard when it comes to free podcasts, and so many people do it. 
And they're honestly owned by Spotify. So you know they ain't going anywhere anytime soon. But check this out with Anchor. Anchor is known for having terrible stat reporting. They're just known for that. It failed recently. I know a lot of people who actually had to use those stats to you know get sponsors and other things like that for an actual paid podcast. It just flops on them all the time. But for you as a church, let's just be honest. Are you more worried about your number stat download or just having it out there for people to find it? If you're worried about a stat download and how many people are actually touching it, don't use Anchor. But if you want to use some, use something like Buzzsprout or Podbean or Lipson or something like that, but if you honestly don't necessarily care about the stats and you just want a way to get your sermons online for completely free, Anchor is the way to go. There's literally no hoops you have to jump through. It's just a free audio podcast platform. And here's the last free media resource that's specifically for your church that we're going to talk about, and that's recording your sermons. Now, if you are right now having your your microphone go into the soundboard and go into your speakers, in order to actually record your sermons, it kind of really honestly depends on your tech. If you're using a digital soundboard, more often than not, there's actually a USB port that you literally just drop a USB into there. Now you have to get a fast enough one, but you can drop a USB um, USB stick into that, like literally a thumb drive, and record your sermon right there. If you have an analog board, which basically is the old school where you have the dials for everything, you have to send it off and record into something, and from there everything costs money. Whether you got to send it to a computer to record, that is honestly a free option that you can do. But another one that you can do if you're just a small church is actually just record on your phone. In, in all honesty, um, you could put your phone in your pocket. Now, again, you would have to, or put it on the platform. This is what a, a buddy of mine did. He, he would preach, he was at a church plant, and he would never leave his, his podium. So what he would do is he would have his iPad and his phone right there. So he goes, why well, might as well just press record. And that's how he recorded his sermons to get out to the people was just through his phone. And he actually used Evernote to, to, to store that. But you can use the voice memo app on your phone. But if you truly want to have a free sermon recording I guess platform, your phone is an option, but another one is just use the platform or use the computer you're already using for your visual media. Buy some sort of cable to get it into that computer, which again costs money. So is it really free? Eh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you decide. Um, but that way you can record right there on the computer and do what you need to do with it. But if you want to record your sermons for absolutely free, if you have a digital soundboard, that's the easiest way to go. But the other one is just stick your phone on the podium. Make sure you don't wander too far from your podium and just hit record. So those are the church-specific free resources and softwares that you can use for your church. We're already almost at the 20-minute mark, so I'm going to go through these next three categories very, very quickly because these are not church-specific ones. These are actually just more business-related that your church is able to use. Again, all the links will be in the show notes. So right off the bat, let's talk about email. A lot of pastors of small churches will set up Gmail accounts or they'll have their Yahoo accounts or Outlook accounts. And my pastor specifically, it's just was his name at like uh, sbcglobal.net is what he had set up for his email. And I know a lot of other pastors who do that. And honestly, using Gmail is a great free alternative just to set up an email account for yourself or for the church. In fact, the other podcast that I run, Real Talk Christian Podcast, that's what we did. Where's that? Real Talk Christian Podcast at gmail.com. Super simple, super free, and it just works. But if you want to add a professional touch to your church's email, where when you send an email, it's info at your church's domain name.com. Like for my church, it's info at southsidesbc.org. That's our church's primary email address, and every staff member has an email address on top of that. 
If you just go and try to set up an email address, you're generally going to be paying anywhere from, I would say, 8 to $12 per month per person per email address. But what most churches don't know is that for non-for-profits, you can actually get free email accounts on the top platforms around there. Microsoft Office 365 and Google both have free not-for-profit email addresses. Now, our church chose to do Microsoft Office 365 for personal reasons, but if you want to use Google G Suite, you just have to go through the hoops of filling out the application, sending them your 501c3 status, and potentially whatever whatever other form. The more forms you have, the better. Just get the forms to them. But once you do that, you can actually set up a free business email account through Microsoft Office or the Google G Suite. Now, the next step is then you then have to hook up that new created email address for your business to your actual web domain. So that way there's no issues and no spam notification or anything like that. And each one of those platforms has instructions on how to do so. But if you do need help with that, reach out to me. I'll be free to help. Not be free. I'd be open to helping you out with that. The other one though, which is the one that I use personally, because I'm a business, not a not a not-for-profit, but I know a lot of non-for-profit profits that use this platform because it's just simple and it's just it's it's just free out of the box up to a certain amount of email addresses is an application called Zoho Z-O-H-O. Zoho is starting to step in as a primary contender to start competing with Microsoft Office and Google G Suite in the small business sphere. So for you as a church, though, if you can't get accepted into the Microsoft Office or the Google G Suite not-for-profit status, go with Zoho. I believe you get the first five email addresses completely free. And that's the Zoho is actually the one that I use and personally recommend to small businesses all the time. So for email right off the bat, Microsoft, Google, get that non-for-profit status filled in. You're good to go. If, if that doesn't work, check out Zoho. The next one is your online presence. What are some free ways that you can grow your online presence? Now, with local SEO, we talked about this in the very first episode of the Small Church Media Podcast, and that is Google My Business. Your church needs to have a Google My Business page, no questions asked. Whether or not you like Google, Google runs the show when it comes to people looking online to find churches. Your church needs to have a Google My Business account because here's the deal. It's completely free and it helps boost your local SEO rankings. When people are looking for churches in the area, you can you are more likely to be found by people in your local community. Plus, you're able to add pictures. You're able to put in your, your phone number, your email address. It's an easy way for people to actually contact your church. And then it lets you collect Google reviews from your own church members to boost that listing as well. So if you want to boost your local SEO online presence, Google My Business, hands down, completely free. It's the way to go. Now, the other big online presence, yes, is social media. And honestly, all those are free too. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever you want to use for online social media, all of those are completely free as well. But the biggest online presence question that most people have is, can I get a website for free? And if you Google free website, most people are like, yes, you can get a free website by using WordPress and getting a theme and this, that, and the other. But a true cost of having a website is it's not free. 
Websites always cost money. There is nothing out there that will give you a free website for your church. Now, there's a lot of platforms out there that will charge you a little bit of setup fee and a little bit of monthly fee. And I want to throw my services out there. If you go to smallchurch.media, go to get help in a church website. Right now, I'll work with your church to get your website set up for $600 a month. And then here's the kicker that no other company is offering. From there, you pay me nothing. You just pay your online hosting fee. Most people will charge you 50 to 100 bucks per month to have your website, making sure it's ready to go, but I will build it all for you. All you have to pay is the 12 to $18 a month hosting of whatever you choose. You don't pay me anything, but yes, you can bring me on and maintain it, update it, but I'll you just pay me to set it up and then I give you the keys, keys to the kingdom. Learn more about that at smallchurch.media. Go to the Get Help tab, church website, read all about it right there. Here's the last section to kind of land the plane of free media resources that your church could instantly use, and that's in the design sphere because social media is growing like crazy. So the question is, how do you make graphics for your church? I'm going to give you four free design programs and then give you a pro tip inside of this. Here's the four free design programs that you can use for your church right now, and you might already know them. The first one is Canva. And I should say this, back this up. All four of these have a mobile version and a desktop app as well. So you can do it on your computer or your phone. I recommend computer because phone can be very frustrating sometimes. But either way, the four programs, the first one is Canva. The second one is Adobe Creative Cloud Express, which used to be called Adobe Spark. And I would say about four or five years ago, I exclusively used Adobe Spark till the other ones started getting on their level. But Canva, Adobe Creative Cloud Express are both great. A third one is called Over. I think the website is madewithover.com. Over right now is probably the most intuitive and close to a true graphic design program and that, that's that's also an app, and you can do a lot more things inside of it than the other two. But Over has a bit more of a learning curve, but again, there's a free version of that. And then I just found out that Vistaprint, you might use Vistaprint. I use them all the time to print business cards and flyers and the door hangers that we use for our church's Christmas invites. I print all that through Vistaprint. Vistaprint recently just came out with their own design program called Create, Vistaprint Create. Again, I'll have all the links in the show notes, but here's the deal with all of these, all right? Again, they all have desktop versions which make life a little simpler because then you can click and drag around versus using your phone to pinch and scroll. It's, it's, it's really annoying. But here's the deal. All four of these are four or, or all four of these are free, but they have paid tier options, which here's what that means. If you're using the free version of any of these, they're going to make it incredibly frustrating for you because they're going to give you all these options. Hey, use this template, use this template. Oh, it's it's it, you have to pay for it. Oh, use this and this and this. Oh, you got to pay for it. Which over is kind of cool because you can pay for just the specific, you know, resources, packs that you want. You don't have to pay the big yearly fee. Whereas Canva, Adobe Cloud, Vistaprint, you got to pay the yearly fee to access all of the things. But if you're using the free version of these apps, you can do a lot of amazing things with them. But just to warn you, they are going to make it frustrating on you because they want you to pay. Because if you don't pay, they go out out of business. But here's the cool thing with these design programs, all right? All four of these, uh, Canva, Adobe, Over, Vistaprint, Create, all amazing programs, but Canva offers their pro version free for non 
profits. If you have a 501c3 status, you can apply to get Canva Pro for completely free, which gives you access to all the fonts, all the elements. You can create your own branding package with colors to make life a lot easier on you, but you have to make sure you submit that 501c3. Our church tried to submit this, and our 501c3 is technically underneath the Southern Baptist Convention, which made life a little complicated, but we kept sending in form after form after form, including our sales tax form, and we kept getting rejected. And there's a lot of churches that also get rejected from Canva. I'm inside of a lot of Facebook groups, and they complain about this, that it seems like Canva is just rejecting churches over and over and over and over. So I want to give you this caveat of, yes, they are free for not-for-profits, but they give priority to the not-for-profits that are not in the religious sphere. They probably won't admit that, but that's just from the stats that I'm seeing, that seems to be more the, the, the way that it's going. And I believe they only give so many free accounts per month as well. So you want to make sure you get in. And now that it's January, it's a new fiscal year, apply for that Canva Pro as fast as humanly possible and then just figure it out later. But if you can get Canva Pro, I promise you your life will be a lot easier if you want to actually design things. Now, if that's just how to design things for free. How do you post things for free? Because if your church has a Facebook page and an Instagram You have to post in two different places on your phone or computer. How on earth do you do this? A lot of people use programs like Buffer and Hootsuite to set up their social media postings, but Facebook has actually created a free tool to post on both your business's Instagram page. They they call it business, but it's your church's. A business Instagram and a business Facebook page literally at the exact same time. I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's business.facebook.com forward slash creator studio. And you can set up all of your postings right there, honestly, for the entire year, right there for completely free. You don't need to pay for Hootsuite. You don't need to pay for Buffer. Facebook already created a tool for you to use on your desktop computer. So why not take advantage of it? And here's another pro tip, all right? Kind of wrapping up this design software area. If you pay for Canva Pro, so that way you can get all the fonts, all the colors, you can do custom fonts, you know, all the elements, whatever you want to do. If you pay for Canva Pro, you can also schedule your posts right inside of the app, right inside of the Canva app. So in other words, after you create posts, you can instantly set up to post those right to your church's page. Again, it's completely free for -for non-for-profits if, and only if you're accepted, But at the same time, in my opinion, it's well worth the $10 to $12 per month if you want to pay for it. So that way you can create and post right right there. So this episode of the Small Church Media Podcast, here was the goal, was just to give you a master, huge list of free media resources for your church. Again, go to smallchurch.media, go to this episode page, you'll get all the links in the show notes. Here's the deal. None of these are affiliate links, all right? I ain't getting paid for none of this. I just want to make sure that we're using our time and our resources and our money wisely, including the email address. I'll have links about how to get to those for the, the, the not-for-profit status as well. But check this out, all right? A lot of times I know churches tend to try to be cheap and frugal. That's probably the better word, frugal and wise stewards of their money. So therefore, a lot of small churches will hodgepodge all of these things together to make it work. And right now, if you're having one, two, three, four, five, six different platforms to just run the church management side of your of your church, 
And on top of that, you're using a ton of other free resources. You're using tons and tons and tons of apps to do something as simple as what really one program can do. And this is why a lot of church management softwares have a paid tier where they put all of this into one. Plain Center, they have a paid tier so that way you can have your presentation software. They don't do presentation softwares. They don't do that. But all of your other texting, your giving, your email communication, your group management, all those different stuff, they put that behind a paid wall so that way out of convenience, you'll pay to use their entire suite. Church Community Builder does the same thing. Breeze, which in my opinion right now is the honestly just the best bang for its buck for smaller churches. Breeze does the exact same thing as well. And on top of that, design software is, again, like Canva. If you do the paid premium version, you get access to more things. A lot of churches will try to escape by and be as cheap and frugal as possible and only use free and open source things, which sometimes can make your life a little bit difficult. And that's why, personally, if you want to look at how to best run your church from a media software standpoint in order to church management software, plus check-ins, plus giving stuff, check out Breeze. Uh, I think it's breezechms.com. Um, again, this isn't a paid ad. This is just what I found in my own personal research. It's 50 bucks a month, $600 a year to pretty much do anything and everything that you need for your church. Now, this is separate from sermon recording. This is separate from a website, separate from email, separate from SEO and design softwares. But in terms of this free church-specific softwares, check out Breeze. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised of what they have to offer. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of ways to do church services and coordination and design resources and get found online for completely free. And I hope this episode, when you go through the show notes and you see all the links, and I I honestly hope it gets you excited. I hope that it makes you um, looking forward to the new year that yes, you can do things and do things well literally for no money and do things that will make your life so much easier easier rather than using Excel documents and texting and emails and all those different things to coordinate your services and get found online. So go to the show notes, look at the links. That way you can see all the free media resources that we have talked about right here on this episode. But before I let you go, I have two quick requests for you. And then uh, one more conversation. The two quick requests are, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I would love it if you go over there and leave me a review. And if you leave me a review, I want to buy coffee for you. So let me know. Hit me up after you leave that review. Send me a message. Go to Mark Hyde Creative Instagram. I'm over at Hyde. Seriously, send me an email through the website. Just let me know that you left me a review on Apple Podcasts so I can buy you coffee. But check this out. Spotify now also lets you leave a review for podcasts. So if you are a Spotify listener, please go over there. Leave me that five-star review. You can't leave a text review, but you can at least leave five stars. If you leave me a review on Spotify as well, literally just let me know. Send me a message and I'll buy coffee for you if you leave me a message over or leave me a review over on Spotify as well. Because here's the deal. I just want to take care of you guys. And if you do a little something for me, I want to buy coffee for you. So that would be tremendous. And last thing before I let you guys go, I revamped the smallchurch.media website again, because that's just what I do. And check this out. I'm offering a new service because I feel like there's a big pain point in churches, and that's to keep the sermon going after you already preach it. Because I know for you as a pastor, you probably put what? Anywhere from 10 14. I know some pastors that literally put 20 hours into their sermons for you to walk up on stage, for you to preach that sermon for 20, 30, 45 minutes, and for it to just die. 
I want to come alongside you and help make your sermon last the entire week through church sermon repurposing. You can hire me and basically right there, you get your own graphic designer in-house where we're not just taking free encouraging stock graphics from one place like Sunday Social and just posting them, but we actually take your sermon and create social media posts based off of your sermon, the sermon notes, quotes that you had, inspiration that you took out of it, application from that sermon. And even more than just that, not just creating social media posts from your sermons, but also creating graphics for your sermon series as well. I have a video over on the website. You can also read much more about it. Just go to smallchurch.media. The actual URL, smallchurch.media forward slash church dash sermon dash repurposing. But just go to smallchurch.media, hover over, get help, click church sermon repurposing, and you can learn all about that service right there. If you want to know more, feel free to reach out to me over that smallchurch.media. Find me on Facebook, Mark Hyde Creative, Instagram, at T Mark Hyde. I'd love to continue the conversation. If you have any questions or, hey, let's just be honest, topics that you would like me to cover on this podcast, please let me know because I'm here to serve you and to help make you feel not just excited to use media, but comfortable in using media to grow your church's faith, but also numerically grow your church as well. Again, I hope you had a great new year. I'm looking forward to what 2022 has to offer. So I'll see you guys next week. But until next time, take it easy. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.